Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tire Power Best Buys on Big Brand Sale now on. Get into your local independently owned Tire Power today. Everybody is talking about MG at Mount Barker Auto Group in the Adelaide Hills. Coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Let's if you want to get involved in the show and you're listening on the app, there's a couple of buttons on there where you can get in touch directly. Our text line 0427-154-166. You can quench your thirst with nippies this summer. We have that cricket stump esky to give away at the end of the week at 27 minutes past seven. Bix, we've spoken about the Crows in their match against Frio late last week as the uh, cross sides this week. And uh, Port Adelaide, what can you tell us about the match that we saw on Friday against the Eagles? Yeah, look, it was Probably uh, a little bit disappointing if you're a Port fan. There was it wasn't an inspiring game. I think everyone. I think the wind was knocked out of everyone's sails when Travis Boak went down. Yeah, you know, I, I once wonder as a player, you see one of your your you know your love players go off and it looked like a really serious injury. Fortunately, it doesn't appear as if it's going to be anything really serious that could keep him out of football for too long. But um, I don't think they'll they'll play him in would, the match this week. I bumped so. into someone from Port yesterday, and they said he, he'll probably be listed as Test. And I mean, why risk him no, anyway? Now, exactly. It was a it was it was a knee to the the sort of base of his spine. So instantly, you think of you know a split kidney or a ruptured spleen mm. or one of those really sort of serious injuries because he had the green whistle at one stage it was reported so generally uh, when you're sucking on that you're in a, a lot of pain so fortunately it doesn't sound like there's any long-term effects but I guess some of the positives Junior Rioli uh, hits the scoreboard a couple of times which is good because that's what Port need Rosie looks just look a class above when mm. he had the ball in his hands Vicentini continues to show little glimpses of of what he can do. He's a big guy, 204 centimetres, I think he is. But a couple of the things that would still be concerning people is Port Adelaide's forward entry. They wouldn't have been happy with that. It's one of their sort of work-ons for the last couple of years. And it just really uh, hasn't seemed to just click as yet. So I still think that that really is is the end of the food chain. What you need to be able to do is create those really great turnovers so that when you move the ball forward, there is space in your forward line and and you've got – you know, one-on-one so you can put the ball to advantage. So I think once the the pressure and, and Port Adelaide find their groove around the footy, then they'll create some of those better opportunities. But there was still some some times when they had the ability to find or kick to advantage to their forwards and they weren't able to do that. So I reckon that's what Ken Hinckley would be, uh, be keen to see improve from his players and just an overall sort of tidiness uh, around what they've been able to show so far. This year. He hasn't quite been to the level... I think he would like, but I remember listening to Chad Corns talk about um, at the season launch, this week will be full dress rehearsal, pick their best side possible, trying to get that sort of um, feel that this is how we're going to go about it. They settle everything down. The people that are picked know they're most likely going to play next week and they can really try and sort of turn up, turn up the heat. So I think, after a couple of lackluster sort of scrappy performances, I think there'll be a real emphasis from 
Ken and the Port coaching staff to prepare really strongly this week and have a really good hit out in this final one before they hit off with round one. And they've got a, a tough start to the year. Uh, their first five games are pretty pretty hot. And, um, yeah, they want to be up and going round one so they don't find themselves in a similar position to where they were last year. Nathan Bassett spoke at the end of the game and you can tell that it is a, a dress rehearsal and they're just trying to get players through when he says um, in the forward line, Junior and Orazio getting through the game unscathed. That was the positive out of the game. So <laughs> if that's one of the, the headlines. Um, from a from an observer and watching it, um, Jason Hood francis I know that there's only two matches to go by, an internal trial and what happened on Friday. Um, that's the best that he's looked in mm. a Port Adelaide Guernsey, which is really good. Jake Bassini was also impressive for the power. I feel watching it, the the internal trial had more intensity than the match did from a power point of view mm. um, compared to the, the game against West Coast. So hopefully you see a bit more on Friday. Yeah, and we don't know what West Coast are going to be like. Now, last have year, no idea, West yeah. Coast were a, a disaster. They only won the, the two games uh, and weren't competitive at times. This year, I think they'll improve. They look like they're more senior players uh, look like they've had a better preseason, but we just don't know where they're going to sit on on the ladder. And some people are suggesting they might bounce back into the eight, but I think it's most likely they'll be in the bottom four. So that that's probably the only other thing that they'd be a little bit concerned with. They weren't able to maybe account for what is going to be one of the lower ranked teams. Just finally, you talked about a watch this space with Riley O'Brien and Elliot Himmelberg. I think the the same conversations being had at Alberton between Scott Lysett and Bryn Teekle because Bryn is in playing really well in this mm. preseason and Scott Lysett looks fit. It's a good problem to have, but um, they're going to have to have a keen look at him over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and, and Vicentini, another one who's who's not quite where Teekle is, who's actually played before and is you know a bit more mature physically, but Vicentini continues to show stuff. Lysette's clearly in front. But what we've seen is there's probably a couple of blokes that have overtaken Sam Hayes, unfortunately for him. So he's sort of now a fair way down the pecking order, it looks. So uh, it's going to be an interesting sort of to keep an eye on him and see what that looks like for this year and then, of course, going into next year. Now, we know it's only the end of Feb heading into March, but there's already a Port Adelaide player who is over with the team in Western Australia right now where some media are suggesting that he may not want to return back to South Australia. So we're going to get around that and speak more with the SEN Spotlight next at 7.33.